What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. My mind's playing tricks on me. Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey guys, and welcome to Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. <laughs> Whoops. Ah, fuck. Delaney's asleep. And, uh, and I'm Taylor Tomlinson, uh, coming in quite last. <laughs> and we are joined today by a guest that I've mentioned several times on the podcast, yes, actually. you have. Um, I've been mentioned. You, you have. have. Yeah. All positive stuff. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Like this oh. dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all, all of your helpful advice that you've given me. Um, oh, so that makes me feel really good. Yeah. We're joined by Pete Lee. Yay. Hi, guys. How are you? Yay. Yay. Yes. Yay. Yeah, so happy to have you here. It's Thank so you. nice finally meeting you because, yeah, I hear such great things from, you know, you guys so yeah awesome. i yeah i feel like i know both of you because i know kelsey so well and she's like talked about both of you and then i just watched your netflix special which is oh, like crazy thank you. you're blowing up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. sound effects <laughs> well, we both, i mean i didn't i didn't know you personally but kelsey when she was getting ready for the tonight show i know was mentioning your set a lot and then when i was getting ready i probably watched your sets multiple sets oh gosh multiple times they're so good oh they're so tight. he's the king of the tonight show yeah. you just nice. stop but keep going <laughs> stop you're embarrassing truth. me <laughs> i can't even truth. look at you i feel so embarrassed i tell my parents to watch pete's sets like i'm just oh, like wow. if you want good 
comedy and like guaranteed laughter, you just go watch Pete Lee's Tonight Show sets. That makes me feel really good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry now. (laughs) This is why you're here. This is how we get them. Make you cry and then you open up with your deepest, darkest shit. This is like one of those like old like 2020 interviews. Like what would make you cry? (laughs) (laughs) Compliments. (laughs) Right off the bat, compliments. um, Can we start out like what is this studio, by the way? Because I've seen it so much on Instagram. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and then I, I showed up and there's a door that has like Ace Hardware <laughs> stickered letters that says comedy on it. Yeah. It was it's so funny to me. Comedy building. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the All Things Comedy Studios. So okay. we've been with them for four months now, three months. Something like that. that. Oh, I feel like it's been longer. Maybe it's has. Like home, baby. It's Bill Burr's and Al Madrigal's network. Oh, So, cool. yeah, they've got some amazing shows and we are so fortunate to get to be in the studio now and they've got like cameras and it's great. You sound like we got asked about a sponsor and we're like, well, you know, nothing hydrates me like a Sprite after a game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we're just so fortunate to have them on on board. (laughs) What a shitty nutrition plan. People drinking Sprite after (laughs) athletic events. Sponsorships work (laughs) in sports. I think. true. I That's love it. <laughs> Is Sprite really a sponsor of the network? No. No. Because no, it's no. delicious. <laughs> and they should be. If Sprite was a sponsor of our network, like we would be living much better lives. Oh we wouldn't yeah. be living in one bedroom apartments if Sprite was sponsoring our <laughs> broadcasts. Right. Um, right. We actually do. I mean, this is a good transition, though. We do have a sponsor. Oh, the best one. Seriously. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that lead in. So genuine. So, no, I'm like super excited. Our sponsor this month, uh, Vented in Brooklyn. We mentioned them last episode. Uh, they make aromatherapy bracelets would you like to look at it Pete? yeah isn't that beautiful <laughs> can i can i sniff your bracelet you can sniff it <laughs> i put a, i put some drops of eucalyptus this morning can you still smell oh my god that smells they? really good yeah this yeah, is a good smell. it's really nice and it's it's subtle because i've worn it all day oh, that's nice but yeah nice and subtle you breathe in Ooh. every 30 minutes or an hour relieve some stress uh this is all hand hammered hand hammered copper um <laughs> But the nice thing about this company is you buy a bracelet and they donate one to a cancer patient or a cancer organization. So somebody going through chemotherapy is getting one of these oh, to wow. relieve the symptoms of, of the chemo. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're a badass It's an incredible company. company. I'm Yeah. We're so happy to have them. And just like we have we get to wear cute shit. Yeah, I you know. know? Like, That's this the is best awesome. part. And um the one of the founders and CEO, she's so sweet. She heard our first plug about how we love the fuck it bracelets they make, and oh, she's yeah. sending us a whole another set <gasps> of fuck it bracelets. Yes. So we she can has wear ones those. That say fuck it on the yes, on the instead of grateful and breathe, which yeah. is what we picked. Yeah. We picked classier words. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so they like, have these power words you can. Yeah, like when you go to Cafe Gratitude and yes. like, and you got to order and you're like, I w- I am grateful for like, like, a bowl of joy. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> actually make you order like yeah that? it's literally you have to go i would like a bowl of synergy and then <laughs> that's the worst thing i've yeah. ever heard in my life oh it's, it's i can't do it i, I was there I um my girlfriend and i went with nikki the other night yeah and then they ask you that question like now let's go around the table and everybody say what you're grateful for and nikki just goes <laughs> and i go how about i just go i'll say what we're all and the, the dude had no idea that it was corny like like oh. he was he was literally like he was confused at her look like what that's never happened before everyone that comes in here loves this game oh. and nikki was just like no like just Uh-oh. scowling at him like i'm hungry <laughs> this question is standing between me and my food 
Oh, oh that's a rough time to ask that. Ask that at the end of the meal. Yeah. Not when people are like waiting to eat. That's rough. Seriously. Yeah. And <laughs> she she's like legit vegan too, Nikki Glazer. Yeah. So she's like always starving because she eats like I was just thinking <laughs> that. When she's hungry, she's gotta be really hungry. Like give her food now. Yeah, she you eats know? leaves and sticks <laughs> and stuff, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. And she needs her food. A lot of sustenance. No one keeps you full in and out. Yes. Yes. Um, I just want to mention a couple more things about this before I forget. No, No, you're good. No, all good. Um, Throw it in. They are giving us, Vented in Brooklyn is giving us 15% off of all orders until August 28th. So go to ventedinbrooklyn.com and use the code vented shp15 for 15 percent off and also they have a pop-up shop happening in new york city at oh. artists and flea um in in new york on prince and broadway from july 30th to august 12th from 11 a.m to 8 p.m so go check out Cute. our beautiful sponsor and you can get a custom bracelet so you can pick your own power word to put on this so suck it, it. Consent? Did it. you say consent? Oh, and, you paid consent. Oh, yeah, would be hilarious if you got consent, consent. on that. And then you just went up to your crush in the office, like, want to smell my bracelet? <laughs> want to read it? <laughs> Let him know what's up. There we go. The whole other tactic. I like it. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. So, so we usually start with a quotable. Uh, that's, our, that's what we oh, call yeah. the segment. Is that it's the thing? Yes. Yeah. Um, so if you have one quote if you have several whatever you want but i just i figured you had some that you like oh my god yeah i feel like i like i live off of quotes from like self-help books and like my therapist you're in the right place hell yeah welcome home yeah welcome home oh thank you finally like because i feel like when i'm usually talking with my buddies i'll be like yeah my therapist said and they're like stop it and i love it every time you tell me what they i'm like what they say tell me everything and then i share it on the podcast because i'm i need help like (laughs) i I need help Everybody I, does. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't really have a dad growing up, so mm. like, I need like my therapist is like telling me all the stuff that I feel like a dad should have told people, but oh, like, okay. I feel like most dads don't do that anyway. Did you guys yeah. have dads? Did you? Yeah, yeah. I have a dad, but yeah, not a big talker. Yeah. My no. dad. My yeah. dad is just like like I think I've even told you guys like he's like when I was a teenager. Hey, when you when you lose your virginity, I just want you to know that you could talk to me about it at some point. You know, like but then like when I brought when I eventually brought it up, he was like. Ah, and then he left, you know. So it was like he yeah. was there, but like not too much, right? Wow. Not too much there. Yeah. So you had like the traditional dad, like, like the, the sitcom, sitcom like the dad. Yeah. sitcom dad. I think yours TV. is very. My dad talked too much <laughs> yeah. for everybody. A lot of opinions. Yeah, my dad. Oh, too many God. boundaries. Yeah. 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 Yeah, my dad's around now. I don't want. I don't want oh, people okay. to think that it's sad. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm friends with him now. He's wow. really great. Like, That's awesome. But he like moved to California when I was a little kid. Oh wow! And so I like, yeah, I just I needed guidance, you know. Yeah. Like, but so anyway, um, getting back to therapy. Uh, so my therapist always says childhood is a game, and you lost. And now Whoa. as an adult, you have a chance at winning adulthood. Whoa. So like forget your childhood Whoa. and move on <gasps> and like focus on winning your adulthood. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're blowing our minds. That's a already. good one. Right? That's really good. That is a great way to look at it. So, so you can just let go of all your bullshit from yeah. childhood. That's yeah. a really nice way to look at it. Yeah. And I think that that was a quote that somebody else said and then he quoted it to me. Yeah. But we're going to attribute that to my therapist. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just go for fully. It. Anybody listening who has like a good Rolodex of quotes in their head it's like your therapist did not make that up (laughs) no he did and he's my dad (laughs) (laughs) that's such a good one I don't don't have anything else you're nailing this I'm nailing the podcast you really are that's it's just 
the timing of that is so weird. That is exactly the stuff I'm talking about in therapy right now and working through dad's shit specifically Uh, and having a hard time letting go of resentment from childhood, but being annoyed by that feeling where I'm like, I would like to let it go. And I feel like that quote almost gives you permission. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah, it sucked and shit happened, but you get Get to just like, yeah, which kind of, you don't want to be told that, but in a way it does kind of like give you that permission. Yeah. I mean, he also is like, he's like, look, you know, your childhood stuff is going to be there and it's always going to be triggering. But like once you feel that trigger, yeah. you can you can trace it back to exactly where it came from, like yeah. pretty easily. And then you go, oh, like, all right, well, <laughs> that guy that butted in line, you know, like that wasn't that that has nothing like my anger in this moment. Like like you're getting like like road rage level anger, <laughs> yeah. you know, when somebody cuts in line for a sandwich. Right. <laughs> And, like, there's no way that that anger could be f- towards that person. It's, like, from a deep trigger that came from your childhood. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's, like, from a bully in second grade or from your dad or from your mom or whatever. Yeah. And, like, so, like, what, what my therapist always says is, he's like, he's like the, the quicker that you can make those connections, like, bing, 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 you can go, like, oh, okay, yeah, this has nothing to do with him. But, yeah. you know, the bully in, in middle school, Craig, like, oh. Yeah. Craig and Craig, man. Yeah. yeah. Craig's fault. Yeah. Are, are you comfortable sharing some of your biggest revelations in therapy oh my god yeah cool yeah i'd love to hear them your eyes just went up i've been waiting for this moment my whole life yeah um well i mean i always walked around because like i'm like a pretty happy guy and i was like i don't have any anger turned out i had a ton like i i had like just a ton i was i was like i have anxiety it turned out that like i was like masking my anger you know and uh but yeah it's like uh uh yeah even i talk about it i'm like Oh gulp, you know, like yeah. <laughs> um, anger. But that was the most adorable. But, yeah, gulp. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do cartoon yeah, animal yeah. anger. Yeah. But um, but it, like my dad left on Christmas when I was three, and oh. I, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Did, have you had a sadder person come in here? Oh, is that <laughs> or with a sadder story? That's but, pretty sad. Oh, it's pretty sad. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It was just so no, funny. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm I used sorry, to go on Rich and Bonnie's Serious XM show and like yeah. every time that I would like like get triggered or anything like that, they'd start playing Christmas music. Oh and, my god. Oh, yeah. Man, really so, going for it. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So um Yeah, so there's that. So like but like for a lot of my childhood I was like, Nope, I'm happy about it. Like yeah. like I'm fine. More presents at Christmas. Like, you know right. like having a mom yeah. and a dad two christmases like this is all good yep it turns out like i found out like cl- at close to 40 years old like i'm kind of mad about that yeah. yeah and like and i am <laughs> like it sucks yeah yeah but um i i actually talked to my dad about it i was like i was like dad, hey dad um i was like you know you've you know we're we're really close now and all that kind of stuff and i was like can i talk to you about some like stuff in the past yeah and and we like had a big talk about it and and it was good that's Um, amazing and i feel more clear from it but also my therapist does this really cool stuff where um he like literally like once he figures out what triggers you like he he goes like bing bing and then he like he like gets it back to like the root you know so let's say it's like dad left on christmas or whatever he literally has you like go over to a punching bag and like talk to the like talk to your dad and like punch it out to the point where you're like crying and like like yelling and stuff like that and i know it's crazy like like his and he lives in like a brownstone in brooklyn like his neighbors must think that (laughs) the most insane shit is happening right it's like a movie thing 
therapist. Yeah, right? It's crazy. I so I've heard of that. Yes, but like it's weird because the next time you feel the thing that triggers you and it goes back to that, it like if the kettle actually has some steam burnt off, you're like, Oh, well, I guess I don't care about that. Like like you already or, punched or, him. Yeah, like yeah. like I feel I feel less triggered now. So it's oh, been Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well did it take a long time to get comfortable to like do that in front of somebody? Mm. Like yeah. punch and cry and do yeah. all let, let I'm this still out? not comfortable in front of mine with that stuff. Yeah. I'm like jealous that you can do that comfortably. Yeah, I mean this guy just makes you. Like he, he literally is like, Come on and he'll like even if you're like I don't feel comfortable, he'll use that and like get you crying because of that or something like that <laughs> and then once you're in it yeah you're just in it but yeah it's almost like an acting class where you have a scene and your your you know your teacher's trying to work you up into this lather so that you can do this scene and you're like i don't want to do that because i don't all day long i'm walking around trying to not let that out you know yeah, uh-huh. or like have you ever been on a plane and you hear a crying baby and you're like i want to do that like i'm having that bad of a day <laughs> right. and i would love to just cry <laughs> right now but i can't like we have all these defense mechanisms that like keep it like we we just like keep it all in all day yeah and so like in that circumstance it feels so uncomfortable just to let it out but like yeah afterwards he's like he always like you know he'll have you like kind of do these like yoga things to like you know cool down and then you know he sits you down in the chair and he's like how do you feel and i'm like i feel great i feel like (laughs) so good and um how long are your sessions like 45 minutes. But. Wow. So I was going to say, that seems like it would be like a two-hour session, but you're able to get there and cool back down in 45 minutes. Yeah. He's wow. like a hypnotist. He like, he like amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's in Brooklyn. So now that I moved out here, I got to do like Skype sessions. Oh. So now people, like my neighbors, I try to do it in the middle of the afternoon when nobody's going to be home. But like a lot of people in LA, it's like entertainers, actors, you know, podcast people that like, like they're... They're home during the day, so I guarantee that they think that I'm a freak. <laughs> like, I guarantee that they think that I'm just the worst. Yeah. And, like, some spazzy neighbor just moved in. That's where the sad man lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sad man. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sad man with the nice patio furniture. Yeah. <laughs> See, we call that trying to fill a void with a chair. Yeah. Oh, man. oh that's so funny. Yeah. With wow. a chase lounge. Yeah. Like Tyler Durden in your life. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who just keeps buying Ikea furniture. <laughs> and he actually has like split personality disorder. You don't have split personality disorder. Oh no, thank God. <laughs> I know. Thank God. This one's hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> to live with. Oh my God. Oh my God. But my girlfriend is actually a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Right, so, right. Yeah. So like I talk to her about all this kind of stuff and it's pretty like it's pretty cool. Um, I also like she does these like Skype sessions with people, and I've had it where I've got to like sneak into the kitchen and get a coffee, and like she'll be up on a bar stool, and I like crawl behind her. I like army crawl my way oh my past gosh. the camera, yeah, uh, so that I can go get coffee. And it's so weird because like some of these people that you know they're talking, they're like you know talking about their symptoms and how they're feeling, and you know and like. I'm like, oh my god, I've dated her, you know, like, like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, I'm like, oh my yeah. god, that's what that girl was. That's oh what that wow, girl was. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, like, like I was dealing with serious stuff, and I thought that like I just yeah. needed to be better or whatever. Oh, yeah. So interesting. That is it's so interesting. Re- yeah, it's really crazy, but um, yeah, but yeah, she's uh, it's fascinating, like listening to her talk about her work and talk with her coworkers and yeah, um, like I mean, because. 
I, I dated a girl who was a, an event planner, and I'd have to like go out with her like event planner friends. I hated it. I was just like, this sucks. Yeah, like, yeah. They were just all so basic. And I go out with her <laughs> and her friends, and they're talking about like crazy people and like math, like math addicts at work oh and God. stuff like that. And, I, and they're like, sorry to bore you with this. I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> right. This yeah. is the most amazing thing. I had a, I had a, a night where uh, I was at the stand and like I had a new joke and yeah. I, wa- I just wanted to tell my new joke really bad. Yeah. And then the heckler like interrupted me and then like I didn't get to tell my new joke. Yeah. I called her up. This is when I was living in New York and she was living here. And she's like, how was your night? And I was like, oh, I'm like, I had this new joke. I wanted to tell my new joke. And then the heckler interrupted me. And I was like, how was your day? Because she also works at a psych hospital uh, during the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she goes, well, it was kind of weirder than yours. And, <laughs> and, and I go, what happened? And she goes, well, there were these two giant orderlies that were like, they had this like probably like 107 pound meth girl, you know, and she was just like methed out. Right. Well, like these these guys like had her and she goes well i have to like give her something to like kind of sedate her to mm. you know help her come out of the meth fog or i don't know i don't know the terminology yeah and meth she's fog like, sounds meth right. fog yeah <laughs> so she goes well so she's like i'm gonna have to sedate you now and the, and the woman goes if you try to sedate me i'm gonna taekwondo these motherfuckers Oh my and and she goes, my mistake was laughing like a little bit. She goes, huh, because these guys were giant, right? Yeah, right. She goes, within a split second, she like kicks <gasps> up and knocks this guy out, like <gasps> kicks him in the <gasps> face, oh my God. like just she just like thump, right? Oh and then God. she punches this guy in the throat, like drops, and then she's like, <gasps> and then she just starts walking towards my girlfriend like slowly, <gasps> and she's like, I just ran and locked myself in the break room, and I like have this stuff that could like you know like sedate someone and she's like do i use it on myself oh my gosh yeah and i was like yeah but i didn't get to tell my <laughs> joke <laughs> like Holy i want to tell my joke taekwondo my set yeah <laughs> oh, isn't that, that is, nuts that's gnarly like, crazy yeah every wow. day that she works because she works at that Wait, place what happened at the end how'd she get out of that literally just other people tackled this girl and then it was all fine but like she didn't have to deal with it but she's like like she was like shaking from the adrenaline but it's funny every time i talk to her about that i'm like i'm like are you okay like should you be working there it's almost like dating a cop that that works dangerous like maybe you should get out of this she's a brain cop yeah brain cop (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) so scary i love that brain cop but she like she loves it like she'll like when she talks about the adrenaline she'll be like yeah i was really messed up and i was really scared oh but that adrenaline (gasps) and she just like loves it wow so so she'll never not do this job oh my gosh like yeah no i'd be terrified so meth makes you that strong huh or does it just make you really ballsy I think it's ballsy. How, how well, it sounds like she girl. has some taekwondo training. It's not like meth made her no karate. I don't know, you know, but it's like this little tiny person was able to knock out two giant dudes. Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't heard that side effect of meth before. That's just very interesting to me. She said it was like she was like the female Jack Bauer, where it was like how could like how right. could you just do that? Like she's right. like she must have been like a commando, like a trained killer kind of a person. It was wow. like. And I was, I, I go, why did she let the orderlies get her to that point? You I know, know I like, want to have her on the podcast. I've got yeah, questions for how yeah. this chick got to be where she is. Yeah. That sounds like a crazy life. Yeah. But yeah, just every day she comes back from that place and like, 
they'll have like because the, their numbers grow all day because the police bring people in wow. and um, like it'll get up to like 53 people and they're all like mingling in the same sort of area and she's like, sometimes when you have to walk through there, it almost feels like on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Where you're like, you're like, all right, like rub dead juice on you so that they don't know that you're not one of them and like oh. make, just make it across the room. Dead juice? Yeah. Oh, man. Isn't that nuts? Like blood? Whoa. Isn't that gnarly what she does for a yeah. living? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that That's is intense. so gnarly. That is yeah. intense. Oh, my God. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Yeah. I like. I have to meet her. I can't oh, wait I know. to yeah, talk you, to her. You haven't met her. You met her briefly via FaceTime. That's right. right. I feel like I know her because of hearing all this from yeah. you. But yeah, I gotta meet her. Yeah. So cool. I just realized I've been. I have had my back turned to the camera the whole time. Oh, you're. Fine. Oh no. It. Um. It's it, fine. That one that is on you. Too. Oh. Okay. So she See, cuts, there you go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. There yeah. you go. Emma's the best. Yeah. What if for yeah. the rest of the podcast I just do this? <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what Talk they want. To the camera. There we hey. go. <laughs> I have a question. I don't know if you guys have questions. Am I stomping on your questions? Repeat? You're fine. Okay. You probably have the same questions. Obviously. Okay. I was going to say, I've heard uh, through the grapevine that you have left stand-up grapevine several times. Yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, my God. That I've you've qu- left and come back and all that. I just quit stand-up with no intention of going back e- either anytime soon or ever. And I you're don't, still I don't in it. Yet. You're still in it. I'm not. I haven't performed since April. And I have not been happier. Um, and I just wanted to know, like, what what made you decide that? Why did you go back? What has that experience been like? Oh, my God. It's, yeah, like, it is, it's, like, it's such a freeing feeling when you quit stand-up. Because it's like, oh, like, you don't have to worry about the next show, the next crowd. Like, because you never know when the next bomb is around the corner. Like, like right, I've been yeah. doing so well lately. And I was at the Cellar in Vegas. Yeah. And Friday night's early show, they just hated me. Like oh. they hated me so much to the point where while like before I would do a bit, I would go, okay, this was my closing bit on the Tonight Show, and you're gonna hate it. But like this just shows. <laughs> but just that you so suck. you know. Oh yeah, just God. so you know that you suck. Like, yeah, right. and, um, the this cr- is you, not me. Yeah, yeah. The crowd was so bad, and like I, I actually walked off stage going, well. Like, things are going so well, I can't quit now again. But, like, that would have been one of the sets where I would have thought about quitting before. Wow. But, um, yeah, like, I used to quit every summer um, when really? I first started. Yeah. Really? Yeah, when I first, like, first started. So I've been doing Just comedy. like a teacher. Yeah, like a teacher, yeah. <laughs> summer's random exactly. teacher. You just in and out. Nine months on, three yeah. months off. Yeah. I love my summers. <laughs> I just love my summers. That's oh my um, uh but I like so like I would do it until like May and like you know how the shows start to get like like crappier and crappier in the spring because yeah. everybody just wants to cook out nobody wants to be there 
maybe like their girlfriend was like, why you never take me out? And then like the guys are like all, they have that like like shitty masculine energy <laughs> that they're aiming at you. Yeah. And um and so like right around May, uh, uh, I would just be like, nah, I'm gonna have a summer, and like maybe I'll go back to it in the fall. Wow. And then um, but like all summer I would like, um, have you done this where? I would kind of like collect ideas and like I'd be like, well, I'll write it down in case I'll like I ever do it again. <laughs> yeah. And then when I'd come back in September, I'd have like all this new stuff to the and I'd be like, oh, this is the best. I love it. It's great. And then, you know, at least when I started in Minnesota, like the falls there, like winter comes really quickly and then the crowds get huge because they have nothing else to do. And so, like, stand-up by October was amazing again. Yeah. And then, like, the same thing would happen where it would be awesome, awesome, awesome. And then come May, I'd be like, I don't want to do this. Like, I hate this so much. But, yeah, back in, um, back in, I think it was 2013 or something like that. Or, no. No, it was 2011. Um, It was 2011. I just, like, like like, my phone hadn't rang in forever. Uh, I couldn't get on TV. Uh, like I was trying. Like I couldn't get past at any club in New York, even though I used to be past there. But like all the bookers changed, so I'm just still like living there, like going to the strip, hanging out. Yeah. Like even just thinking about it is like, ugh. Yeah. Like, do, it, how much does it suck to hang out? So like, well, we clubs? don't. We yeah. don't. We just yeah. have n- never been those people that were like. Oh, I guess that's something we're just like, no, there has to be another way. We just don't, we won't do it. Mm-hmm. I, we hate it so much. Yeah. I can't stand it. Like yeah. my, my agent, he's like, like tonight, he's like, you got to come hang out at the store. Oh, it's the worst when it. agents tell you to hang out. They're like, you know, who's really going to help you get work? I'm like, it's not you. They're like, yeah, no, you got to like yeah. hang out with other comedians. And I'm like, then why are you even here? So just tell me to hang out. Yeah. No. To hang, to hang I don't, out. Yeah. I don't no. want to pay $50 for like three vodka sodas. Uh, on a patio talking with people I don't care about. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it just feels so draining in every sense, financially, yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Not I good. feel like you can take that time to be writing at home in your underwear and come yeah. up with something or like creating a video or like writing yeah. a film. I don't know. Just anything else. Anything else, but that. hanging out. Yeah. And then like you, like even on that patio, like you can hear comics that aren't as good as you on stage at that moment. And mm-hmm. you're like, what am I doing? Like, like yeah, what? Yeah. And I understand that, like, you got to let everybody know that you're in town and, you know, you got to do that. But like, um, but so, yeah, for for a while in New York, like I was doing that after I'd already been passed and then the bookers changed. I was like, I called my dad and I was like, dad, I think I'm going to quit comedy again. And he's like, you can't. You haven't quit in so long. You know, (laughs) he was like, what are you doing? Like, it's been years since you quit. You know, he's like, you've done a lot of cool things. And I was like, yeah, I think I, I was like, my friend Jeremy told me about day trading. Like, which now, like, it's like stocks where you just do it at home. <laughs> what? And you, you basically gamble all day, but with the stock market. And, like, my friend Jeremy was like, he's like, dude, I made, like, like 200 grand this quarter, and I just really got on it. And if you're smart, you can really do it. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to quit comedy, and I'm going to day trade. And so I called <laughs> oh my, my dad, and my dad was like, he's like, what are, what are you talking about you're going to day trade? He's like, you're terrible with math. <laughs> Like, you're not going to do well with this. And he's like, and you can't go get a day job because he's like, you've been a free animal for too long. And so, and he's like, and plus he goes, in your business, he goes, at any moment, like you get a phone call and then like make like 50 grand or or like, or like get a special or do the Tonight Show or like do something where like your income is going to like double and triple, you know. And he's like, he's like, you're at a point where you're so good and you've, you've built this bank of material that is like you know like is so good he's like just somebody needs to see it 
And I was like, all right, well, but I'm quitting, you know, like, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm still going to quit. And then, uh, and then, and then like two days later, um, the, this lady that I knew that booked a show for Fuse that I had auditioned for like three months earlier, she called and she's like, Hey, you're on the show. So I was on the show called video on trial where we like just popped up over music videos and like made fun of them. Yeah. But it went for like three seasons and like, oh, so I, nice. I like got my wind back and then from that I got best week ever. And then from that I got Letterman and then, yeah. you know, like it was like, I was like, Oh, okay. So like. So I think I quit for three days. Like I think that I, because I didn't do any stand up in that time because right. I didn't, I wasn't passed. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying that I, that was the last time that I quit. You quit, and then but, all this stuff happened. Yeah, and then all that Crazy. stuff happened, and it's been like a chain reaction. But wow, what was the longest amount of time you quit? Just those like few months <clears throat> the in the summers. Yeah, the summers, the the summers were the longest that I quit. But so you, how long has it been? Three? It's April. So what is it now? Three so it's been three a few months. months. Oh. But it's interesting because, like, I've never been happier, and I'm very confident in my decision. And I, if I go back, it'll be, like, for a tour with them or something for, like, mm. a fun yeah. thing. But I still write things down. So I don't think I've fully detached from it yet because I still write bits down in my phone. I'm like, yeah. maybe eventually one day or maybe I'll write for somebody else at some point or maybe I'll this will be, like, a sketch or something. But I haven't fully, like, cut that part of my brain off like with the, the the creative ideas are still coming in. Yeah, yeah how bits, could so. you ever? Say, like, no, I think that's good. You it, do that. Yeah, like, it's like a fucking life force. You right. know, you're supposed to create. Right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no. You can't. Yeah, you can't shut that off. It just. It's funny how so many times you think to yourself like like I can't think of anything, and yeah, but like that antenna is like always there and yeah. it's still receiving <laughs> messages. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And it, I yeah. feel like it received the. the the idea, I'm taking time off right now, just a couple weeks, but um, when I take time off deliberately, I have the same thing where I'm writing stuff down all the time, and mm -hmm. then when you go back, you're like, oh, this is great. This is really fun. Yeah. Because you need that space to miss it, and you kind of need to clear out the cobwebs in your brain, I feel like, because if you're going so hard and just a comedy machine, yeah, you're like, I don't have anything to say, I'll, except that I'm anxious about having nothing to say yeah which isn't like, very yeah, funny no fuel like yeah if yeah. you're just like yeah. exhausted you're not going to be thinking creatively you're just gonna be trying to survive yeah you know yeah that picture that you posted of you after the taping um wasn't it on instagram that you posted like a picture of that you took like right after you're your taping and you're oh you're yeah just, like, the netflix one yeah oh. yeah that that picture i was like oh i know that exact feeling yeah where you just put everything into it and then you finally did it and you made it and like and everything was flawless and seamless and it exploded and whatever. And then you just have that moment alone where you're like, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you deserve yeah. some time off. Thank you. After that. <laughs> yeah. No, well, yeah, and I kind of, I mean, the, the aftermath of that was that I went from the Netflix taping to a college gig the next night. I went home for two days and then I went to Omaha. Uh, on Valentine's Day to do the funny bone all weekend. And oh. then I had a few more college and it like, I didn't take any time and I just broke down. And so now because I had the tonight show thing and the Netflix thing coming, I was like, Oh, I have to schedule some time off. Otherwise it's all going to go to shit again. Yeah. You're going to end up breaking down or like having that punchline moment where you cry on stage or mm -hmm. something or like, yeah, mm -hmm. you, 
you need that like you but it's comic like when you're self-employed you never take a vacation like because mm-hmm. you yeah or, or when you do it's like a comedy vacation oh you know where, yeah, where i'm gonna brutal. go perform somewhere nice where yeah. like you get half of a vacation because you can't really do much during the day because you have to save your energy yeah and then you still yeah. have to be somewhere at eight you know mm-hmm. oh yeah we just did an episode about guilt and we didn't even really talk about the guilt of taking time off we focused on other things that were kind of Mm -hmm. making us feel guilty but you know that's a really big thing that we've all talked about before on the show is like the guilt of taking time off because you feel like you're not allowed to and also with social media it's a constant reminder that even if you're taking time off everybody else is still working so you just feel like you aren't allowed to because you'll get too far behind and then you'll be irrelevant Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I've had it lately where, because I'm trying to put this set together for Montreal. Yeah. I actually just had to submit it today because um, I'm doing that gala taping or whatever. Yeah. Whenever I have a taping like that and I'm putting together material, I feel like all creativity stops and it like funnels into that. It's yeah. not like, you know, you are thinking like one liners to like fill the gaps and like fill in holes and like make it even better. But I feel like I'm not creative at all. I feel like I'm doing math or I'm, mm. I'm doing engineering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the different parts yeah. of your brain. Yeah. Left yeah. side versus the right side and all that. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I write so many right side. The right side is the logic side, right? Or is it the left? I, I thought left creative. Left. Yeah, left is right logic. Is, right is creative. Yeah, I'm Are like you the, Googling it? No, <laughs> I'm, oh. calling me. I'm like the opposite of you where it helps me if there's an actual structure and like a, like plug this in here, plug this in here because I'm so left-minded, like wanted mm. to be like mm. math teacher like you know math major all that stuff where i feel more comfortable in that than when there's just like a void like an open space to do whatever i really struggle when there's no like deadline or structure oh so you need that all right yeah i like that that's interesting to hear that with you you're like oh i got nothing now yeah i got nothing I yeah mean, but i've done i've written for shows before where like you got to write like you know 30 jokes on this or whatever so yeah i can write within structure but i'm better when i'm just kind of like what am i thinking about lately and yeah. then, and then the, the jokes start falling in about that topic and yeah um i always think about jokes like they're buckets you know like like you have like a topic about you know a new relationship or like yeah you know a move or um you know if like um sometimes like like for a little while this year i was i was focusing on uh overconfident people like because <laughs> it fascinates me like just when people are like <laughs> way overconfident yeah. i don't know what that is i don't know if it's adderall like i don't know <laughs> like, honestly like, probably probably <laughs> adderall yeah adderall's um, the only drug i've ever wanted to do have you ever done it? I feel like no, we would be so excellent. I almost on bought Adderall. Oh gosh! Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, gold star all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm excited thinking about it. I took Adderall three times, and I was like, I've never felt better. Yeah. Like oh was, man. You're so focused, and like you have this like cocaine confidence, but it's not like crazy, and it's like it, it's what? like it's like the <laughs> it's it's honestly the perfect medicine. But like every everyone that I know that does it. They end up going to like from five milligrams to like ten milligrams to like twenty to like yeah. whatever, and like usually when you get up to like eighty or ninety milligrams a day, which is like almost lethal, right. like then you got to like start weaning yourself off of it and like get off of it. Yeah, and that sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I always picture it as like that you're on Mario Kart and you hit the star and you're like din, 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 and like you're going so fast and you're untouchable and it just feel like that's what I imagine it would be like like you're getting so much done and you're doing it like excellently. You yeah, know, which is yeah. like what I dream of, you know, yeah. just to be like accomplishing Superhero. so much and like super fast. That would be nice. Yeah, it's yeah. I sometimes my girlfriend takes it. 
uh, because she, she like right now she's finishing up her masters. Yeah. And um and so like she'll she'll be like I, she just doesn't have any more left. She'll work a full day doing her clinicals and then she has to like study all night. Oh my god. And so she takes it, but like, um, it's uh like it, like she she also has trouble focusing. And like we were we're at the cellar in Vegas, and then mm-hmm. she got bit by something, and so my brain freaked out. I was like bed bugs. Oh my god! So we, when we got home, I put all the suitcases out on the porch, and I like combed through every single nook and cranny of like every single single thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and I got like at one point I found two Adderall in one of her purses, and I was like, hey, here's some Adderall. I was like, should I take this? And she goes, you don't need Adderall. She's like, look at what you can do. Without Adderall, <laughs> yeah. like, your brain can go into this mode where where you went through every seam of everything that we have, and you yeah. like dried all of our clothes in the dryer, and like she's like, it would take me four days to do all of that without Adderall. Whoa! So and she so, does actually feel like she needs that. Yeah, she's okay. like, I need it sometimes, but um, but yeah, I hope I'm not outing her by saying that. <laughs> oh, it, it, no. we did a whole Adderall. I can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like an amazing human. Yeah, yeah. she's pretty awesome. She's but yeah, I just I, the last time I took Adderall, I took um, I took a quarter of a ten, so two point five milligrams of it, and like at like six in the morning, I was like like journaling, you know, like <laughs> like I, w- I was like journaling, like cracked out on Adderall, like I like I think I I masturbated like like six <laughs> times just to try to like take oh my some God. of the like oh, yeah, take is the edge still off. attached That's yeah yeah it is yeah I yeah I can do that a lot but. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, a, like that's a slow day. Yeah, I'm like a zoo monkey, but um, oh my god. But yeah, the um, yeah, but it like I was just so cranked out on it that uh, it's funny that like just the idea of somebody that could take 20 milligrams several times a day. I don't know what I would never sleep for a year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, I had a question for you. You've been how long have you been living in LA now? A month? Two months? Um, a month. Yeah. A month. What, um, like emotionally for you, how has that felt to move here? What have been like the high points and the low points? Well, I mean, I think uh, first of all, like it feels so good to wake up and well, I haven't been here a lot too, because I've been traveling so much. I've been like, uh, my agent that told me to move here has been doing like a really good job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say that. But, um, so I've been home like three days a week, but like the days that I am home, I just feel generally way more happy. Like. Like I wow. wake up, I just wake up and I go and I sit on my little balcony and I sit on my chase lounge that we talked <laughs> about earlier. I drink coffee and there's palm trees that sway. Yeah. There's this crazy guy. We call him the greeter. Um, he sleeps in a pickup truck uh, that has like a little topper. Yeah. And then every morning he like rolls out of it and he like, like he'll like flip out of it, like out of the little topper thing like the back little flap yeah. you know he'll like like flip out of it but then he like like starts walking like like nothing happened <laughs> to the point where your brain goes like did anything happen like did he really sleep in there and then just get out and he like but um we call him the greeter because um anybody that's just kind of walking up to the building for some reason our building he walks up and he goes hey fuck you <laughs> And then he walks away. And it's so funny to me. And so I'm sitting there sipping my coffee. And then like somebody starts like walking up or like the FedEx guy. Oh and I'm like, I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And they're like, hey, fuck you. And then he walks away. He's like a homeless guy that tucks in his shirt and stuff. It's like a dirty shirt, but he still tucks it in. Like, this guy sounds awesome. Yeah. You should get him on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like he's figured it out. He's great. He looks like Bob Ross. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Picture, like, happy little trees. Yeah. yeah. That's what he looks like. Um, but yeah, so it's it's like so happy, um, you know, that way. But 
when I first like oh leaving New York, oh I cried. I like oh, cried yeah. like I cried like crazy. I was like and um I, I like went to my therapist the day before I left and I was like I was like, I'm gonna cry, you know, because I'd been through so much in New York, you know, like I got mm-hmm. married there, I got divorced there. Yeah. Uh, I went through like a nightmare of a relationship there. I like built myself back up, I got past at the cellar, I got the yeah. tonight show and stuff like that. And like like I felt like I, I was leaving on top and um and I was like it was like more emotions of like I can't believe that I did it you know like because yeah. I wanted to quit and leave New York so many times and I didn't yeah and now I felt like I got to leave on good terms yeah and go somewhere nice and like on the plane I was like like on the plane I was like you know they bring the little peanuts I was in first class <laughs> and I was like 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 eating my peanuts like crying a little bit <laughs> and, and the, the the flight attendant came over and she was like she was like hey would you like some more peanuts <laughs> Like she, she could see that they were making me happy and like she, she was like not going like hey i can see you're crying but she was like i can see you're crying and, yeah oh. but yeah I, I like cried on the plane right here and then um it was it was a little bit of a weird moment because i landed and then you know my girlfriend she does this for a living you know she deals with people's emotions but at one point, you know, I was like, yeah, I was like, I cried, you know, I didn't cry on my last night of shows and stuff like that. And Patrick got me a cake and I mean, you through, told me you, you thought you were going to, I was totally going to cry. I yeah. thought I was going to cry. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even have the feeling. I didn't even Weird. have the urge to cry. But, um, but then I got home that night, cried my eyes out. Oh, and then wow. like, I woke up that morning, like cried, you know, got on the plane, cried, you know, like <laughs> my apartment building. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a dumb apartment building in Queens, <laughs> but I was like, you know. <laughs> and um, but yeah, but um, so we're we're sitting uh, at my girlfriend's place, and and I was like just telling her about how much I cried, and she's like, that's kind of an unusual amount of crying, and so she like oh. kind of judged it, and uh, and I was like, really, you're an expert. I'm like, is that really bad? And she's like, well, I guess. She's like, if I was like seeing you in a clinical setting and you talked about crying that much, she's like, I just would wonder like what was wrong, you know, or, and she's like, are you okay? And so yeah. we kind of sat down and like almost had a therapy session. I was like, well, wow. it's not just leaving New York. There's just a lot of attachment there. Like yeah. a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, you're not nuts. But I think that <sighs> like, I think that she's talked to so many of my friends in comedy and, yeah. you know, and like. Uh, you know, she like I think that for a little while she was like low key, like sizing me up, like is this guy crazy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so that was one of those moments where she was like, okay, all right, you were showing signs of that, but I think that this is normal. This fun. Yeah, Holy shit. I'm so fascinated with your guys' relationship because of her job and because you are so emotionally in tune with yourself mm-hmm. and with others, and like you go to therapy and like do the work. I just. I'm like, what an amazing situation, right? Yeah. Because so many couples' biggest problem is like lack of communication or people not being aware of themselves. And I just feel like you guys are both of those things to the nth degree. Yeah. I was going to ask, does it ever get a little complicated or blurry where she's like, okay, we have to stop now because this Mm. is now getting into like, like it's a little bit too much Mm. where like this is what I do for a living and now like let's try to keep some boundaries here or something. No, she's never done that. Like she can't talk about it enough. And the fact that I even want to, because I feel like she was with guys in the past that were like, like why would we talk about that <laughs> right you know like like um like very stoic guys you know yeah. they're like classic men and so yeah when we met each other she was like what 
You want to talk? <laughs> you want to talk about your feelings? You've done the work. You know, she... Yeah. Um, I think that she's kind of like me where she dated a lot of guys that she was kind of trying to save them. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, bring her work home and then do it, you know, like, have a pet project <laughs> yeah. at home. And oh, so... Oh, girls love projects. <laughs> yeah, they love projects. And with me, she's like, wait, you know, she's like, yeah, you, you need work still, but um, at least I have the base foundation of it and I'm aware of things and I'm getting better all the time, but... Yeah, she, um, the worst part about it, though, um, is that, like, we, we really haven't had, like, fights. Like, we've had, like, a few flare-up things or whatever, but, um, like, the way that she handles herself in, like, in a disagreement is, like, so adult. May I please tell me her ways? <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, my gosh. It's so adult that it's, like, it's, like, almost maddening, you know? Like, because I, like, I, my last thing was, like, you know, up and down and screaming and yelling and, like, the, you know, the worst kind of behavior. Right. And um, so we were in Salt Lake City, and um, this fan came out, and, like, I was, like, hugging her goodbye, and then yeah. for some reason I just, like, I was, like, really drunk and kind of high and in Salt Lake. Yeah. And, um, and I, like, touched her face for some reason. I was like, ah, it's good to see you. Or, yeah. Like, and like that was triggering to my girlfriend. She's like, "You do not touch another woman's face in front of me," and um, and she, but the way that she handled it, she's like, she's like that. I feel really upset about that. She's like that felt sexual, and um, she's like the other people around us were like, "What is he doing in front of you?" And she's like, "I feel embarrassed." You know, she's communicating mm, like an adult. Yeah. Wow. I can see the emotion in her, and she's like, "I just need to know what you were thinking." And mm. I was like, I do not have an answer to that question. <laughs> I had no idea what, like, yeah. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I have no idea what I was thinking. Like, it was just like a random face touch. And she's like, no, that's not enough. Ooh, she's wow. like, you're going to have to come up with something better of why you would do that. And wow. um, what'd and you come up with? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so we get, we get back to the hotel room. She goes to bed instantly. And I'm like texting Nikki. And I'm like, what was I thinking, Nikki? I'm like, can you help me out? And she's like, she's like, I'm gonna need some time with this because she's like, I don't even know what the fuck you were thinking by yeah. doing that. She's yeah. like, this girl's special. She's like, you, like the love of your life, and you're touching another girl's face. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, so now I'm getting it from you right. know, both places. And then, um, like, I kind of thought about it overnight, and uh, and then I got a text from Nikki, and it was like the the two kind of lined up. Um, but let me, I'm trying to remember what I was thinking, um, <laughs> with that. Like, first of all, like there's a component of like, like my girlfriend and I were like, we we're having so much sex that I think that like, sometimes you just like get like sexualized or mm. like, like I couldn't have had more sex that day if I tried, and, <laughs> but like, like you, I don't know. You feel like almost like a Latin dancer when you've had sex <laughs> four times in one day. So like, I think that like a little bit of that sex like bled over. Oh my God. Into her, oh, Mark you know? Anthony. Kevin yeah, exactly. In the That's oh, so funny. Yeah. Like, it's so true. Like, I'm gonna be a face grabbing man because yeah. I'm such a. <laughs> I'm felt so, empowered. Yeah. I'm Enrique. I can yeah. just do this. This is what he does. Yeah, I'm such an alpha. Yeah, I'm such an alpha that I'm a face grabber. And she goes walking around with a rose in your mouth. And yeah. He's like, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wearing one of those like. <laughs> Like uh, ballroom dancing, like spandex tuxedos, yes. that's low cut, oh, you know, God. for a man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then also, you know, I think that, like, I, I think I was trying to, like, test her a little bit, you know, because I didn't know what her boundaries were. And so, and she was, like, so cool about everything. And, like, I needed to find the ceiling. And, yeah. and so that's I was, like. so crazy because. Mm -hmm. 
I would have thought that just going like I, I was just kind of drunk and high and I did something would have been enough. and the fact that she was like dig deeper yeah that's crazy that's so and she was right she yeah. was right that's yeah the there was more to it than part. just like I don't know I was just drunk and high and that's it yeah, yeah she wasn't gonna accept that she was like and I was like I oh god you know wow I just never been with anyone that that adult. And I mean, she, you got to understand that like when, you know, when like the, the meth people and the schizophrenics and the whatever, they come into her work, she interviews them for like an hour and they always lie and they lie and they lie and they lie. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm on drugs and I'm blah, blah, blah. And then she finally like gets the truth out of them of what happened and when it happened and, and like what's going on with them. And, and, you know, and so she essentially like did like, like a really soft version of that with me right. yeah. and it worked. And, you know, wow. and then afterwards she was like, I can accept that. She's like, she's like, you, you needed to test my boundaries. You need to see wow. what that was. And well, there they wow. are. They're yeah. Found yeah. Well, yeah. I have a question. Were you, were you trying to test them because you wanted to see how, how much she like cared about you or how much you could get, get away with perhaps? I think it was more like what I could get away with. Mm. I, you know, um, like, cause I know that she cares about me. Like, yeah. like I, I've never felt more loved in my life, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that I was just like, wow, she has no boundaries. Like, well, when you uh, like, cause when you said that you're like, she's so cool with everything. What, what made you think that? Like, what was she, was she like, we can have an open relationship. You know, like what was she saying that was making you feel like, Oh shit, she's like cool with everything. Well, when we first started, we were in an open, like we started out open and oh, okay. cause I'd been in open stuff and yeah, and okay, that makes, like, she's that like, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, let's try that. She's like, we're we're living. She goes, we're living, co- you know, cross country. Mm. She goes, you've been single for a while. You know, you've been like sleeping around, whatever. And uh, she's like, let's try it out. Let's just try this out. And like very early on, I was like, I don't want to do that with her. Mm. Like I didn't, I didn't. It wasn't even so much like I didn't want her to sleep with somebody, which I really didn't. But like I just was done. Like I mm-hmm. like when I was single, I was like sleeping around. <laughs> we and, like, talk about it. Yeah, like, I don't like this. I'm not good at this. I don't. <laughs> I didn't like it. And like even even when I would have sex, like I was like taking Viagra just to have sex with like oh, these wow. girls that I was like half into. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and like that was ugh. Yeah. Like it just felt <laughs> like, you know, the feeling that they talk about in like a rom- like in a rom-com where you get done and you're like, ugh, I feel dirty. Yeah. Like I just, and I wasn't even sleeping with dirty people. It just was, <laughs> it just didn't feel right. Like right. I wasn't, I wasn't in love with them. And prior to that, like for years, I'd only had sex with women that I was in love with where like, mm. it felt like I just craved them. And, and yeah. I was like. I always fantasize that the single life would be like all the guys say it is. Like it's like this beer, beer commercial life where yeah. it's like hooking up, cheers, you know, like, <laughs> like yeah, cheers, yeah, like, like, right. like yeah, beer, hookup, shots. <laughs> You know? Everybody's tits are wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wet yeah. T-shirt contest. Totally. Yeah. Hooking up. Yeah. But Cheers. I was, I just was like, I, ugh. There's nothing worse than like sleeping with somebody that, and knowing that you just don't like. You, I, I literally think it's a biological thing that like I would sleep with a girl and like my body was like, you don't want to make a baby with her. Yeah. Like, oh, you do not want a baby with oh, her. Why yeah. would you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it, it, and then just most people aren't cool. You know, like, <laughs> like everyone, That's true. everyone in this no room. No truer words going to be to the yeah. t-shirt. Most people aren't cool. Most people aren't cool. And yeah. like most, like, like everyone in this room is cool. We're all cool. Like, like, like we can, we've had this conversation, you know, we're on this level 
um, of, of discourse, but like most girls that you date are pretty basic and <laughs> and they can't talk about their feelings and mm. they wouldn't even want to and they've been discouraged mm. to do that and like so it was weird like I was always hitting like a like a a wall with them communications wise where it wasn't. I don't know. Surfacing. You were, yeah, I was gonna say, can't get below like, the surface. I feel like that too sometimes where I go like, most people just suck. And then sometimes I feel like, the older I've gotten, I feel like the more, and I'm the youngest person here, so I shouldn't use that phrase, but <laughs> I feel like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like it's more of just a chemistry thing. Like it's not hard to find like a cool person. Mm. It's just hard to find someone who you mesh with. Yeah. Because so many people aren't the type of cool that makes you feel cool. You know? Yeah, where you can open up. Yeah, because someone else's basic is what's going to make someone else open up like totally a goddamn flower you know totally. like totally someone yeah. else's basic is somebody else's um depth yeah yes. yeah soulmate yeah 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 i i agree with that i like that yeah i just think that w- i like i'm used to talking with comics yeah. and yeah the bar sharing the bar is set really yeah. high i think in terms of like stimulus yes. in conversation and yeah basically no boundaries i think a lot of people when they interact expect that you are going to get into very very deep real shit like therapy level shit right off the bat with somebody that's what it is that's why everyone feels basic because you're You're like like, they're like well yeah in like three months we'll have that conversation it's like no like i'm getting on a plane on thursday so we gotta have it now (laughs) yeah Yeah. like yeah yeah Yeah. when you and i i can't remember when the first time was that we talked but i'm pretty sure it was like we got in like we were talking about real shit right away because we were like oh we like each other and get each other like this is gonna be like an awesome friendship and we can share whatever safely yeah i mean like we bonded at lesbian speed you know like (laughs) like like we met each other it's 12 hours later we're moving in yeah yeah yeah, like you're my partner you're like (laughs) my life partner yeah yeah, like that's but that's how yeah that's how comics bond and um and so yeah i think that a lot of like civilians that i was dating because I was like, trying not to date in comedy. I was like trying not to date in that world that you just couldn't connect and you could yeah. like I could I didn't feel that level of connection and um I'm sorry that I called you basic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get yeah. I get it. I mean that's like the thing that I loved most about being around comedians is there was no bullshit. You mm-hmm. got right to the shit that mattered immediately in the green room, hanging out, whatever, because everybody's talking about their issues on stage. They're yeah. talking about it in the oh, green room. Yeah. It's everywhere. And then yeah, you go to like a barbecue at a friend's house and everybody's pretending that they're okay when you know they're not. And I, I couldn't figure out like why what is this weird thing that some people do where it's like they want everything to look good on Instagram, but their shit's falling apart. And it's like, we're so open about that stuff. Maybe it's because that's where we get our material from. That's how we connect, but they try to keep it hidden and we try to kind of reveal that. Yeah. And that, that's a big disconnect for me with, uh, you know, people who are not in this industry, but I've, totally. I've found the people who are like that, you know, outside of the industry, but it is hard because it, most people are not, and they try to keep it, to themselves and it's like bitch i see you you, you look dead inside <laughs> yeah. and i know that you know that instagram picture is not the real thing yeah, so let's not, talk about it you it's know? not at all yeah it, it that's i think that's why i connected so hard with my girlfriend we we met on an airplane um we sat down it's the uh, cutest yeah tell the story yeah well we sat down um i always give a speech like when i'm in the aisle seat i'm like hey 
if you I'm gonna fall asleep if you want to get up like please elbow me like don't just like hold it or whatever I actually rode next to Ruth Bader Ginsburg on a plane and got to give her that <gasps> speech <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh yeah she was on the window seat I was in, and I was like hey if you need to get up she goes I'm not getting up <laughs> <laughs> And um, right. yeah, and it was weird because I thought that it was her. Um, like when I sat down, I was like, "That's Ruth Bader Ginsburg." Yeah. And then, um, uh, like at when we were getting out, I was like, "Hey, do you want me to help you with your bags?" And she's like, "That would be great," because I just had my backpack. So I, I like grabbed her bags and then I walked off. And it, like I, I had one foot off of the plane, and Secret Service like grabbed the bags. They're like, "What are you doing with her bags?" I'm like, "I was just helping her. I like I'm nice. I'm a man. I'm nice man." <laughs> Like, I'm a nice man. Yeah, and um, she's like, he's fine, he's fine, and uh, I'll actually show you the picture. Um, yeah, yeah, please do. Um, uh, I can talk and uh, and scroll through. It's, I favorited it. I favored it. But, Easy to pull up. Yeah, I favored it. But um, but anyway, so I was sitting next to my girlfriend, and I gave her that speech. And then she she's an ugly sleeper. She says, um, I don't think that she's an ugly sleeper, but she says that she is. But um, so she like she ghosts herself. She right? ghosts herself. You yeah, love your pictures. Yeah, I put it on Instagram. Oh, where you put it over the, your head? The sweater. Yeah. So yeah. she she was, oh. she was like, cool. I'm gonna go to sleep. And then she like wrapped the sweater around, it, and then she just fell instantly asleep. <laughs> and um, it was so funny and, and so cute and I kind of like laughed and then fell asleep and then two hours later we woke up and then she started talking to me and she said these like beautiful green eyes and she just had this depth to her and then we were talking and you know and like the people in the psych world they go deep like even faster than comics do yeah. Yeah. so we went like real deep and like almost went on a date on the plane wow and um, yeah so uh, let me. Try, I'm still trying to find. Uh, <laughs> That's the that is right? awesome. Yeah. That's cool. a thing you, so cute. You, that never happens. Well, yeah, you don't hear that story anymore. You just it's a lot of online dating and Tinder swiping and all mm -hmm. that. You don't hear about meeting on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. There's Ruth. Uh, Ruth Bader <laughs> after. Oh my gosh! I'm glad you took a. Photo. I thought it was gonna be like with her, was, with like, you, with her. No, it's her. You just pop I just her off. Like, her. I was like, you're not gonna believe this, and um. At the time, I was I was like texting I was texting with Nikki and I uh, and I was like I was like Nikki I'm next to Ruth Bader Ginsburg I think and she was like send me a picture because her and her and um uh, Amy were on like Mar they were on like Martha's Vineyard and so like okay. like Nikki and Amy were like Amy get, Schumer get, Nikki Glaser yeah, Amy Schumer like get proof like get proof so I was like there's proof and so this is pretty <laughs> creepy um, yeah yeah um, I've never also not super convincing. Yeah, well, <laughs> just, a, just a lady with a trench coat. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, she was like touching the handrail and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, you're the last link in our democracy. You can't touch things. <laughs> like, the, the inner germaphobe in me was like, what are you doing? You Ruth, can't. Ruth, you can't. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Oh yeah, um, and yes. I love, up yeah, I was that. gonna say. I love how you guys the format where you're like, I have a question. We try not to like interrupt each other, so I'm like, um, so you you're so open with your feelings, which is so refreshing, and I we all wish more men were like you. And any any men who are listening, please please let's just do this please yeah. it's so um, much it's so much better it's, it's what we so, so much better for we, you and for everyone we around don't you don't see it as a sign of weakness no. we fucking love it i love when kane cries i'm like oh my god <laughs> like he's a real person i love yeah. it it's so great don't cry because you fucked up yeah <laughs> cry, cry because your dad was mean or something yeah <laughs> like, cry. There's, there are different types of crying um, but <laughs> no i just like <laughs> 
I love it. I think it's a very masculine quality, and I yeah. and I hope that our society is moving towards that direction when it comes to raising men. Have you always been like that, or was there like a certain instance in your life that that kind of changed things for you? Were you raised that way? How did that? happen well my mom was like a hardcore feminist when i was growing up and like now everybody kind of is but like back then i like my i would talk to my friends i'd be like yeah my mom's a feminist and they were like what is that and i was like <laughs> they think that women should like be equal you know and like and you know have stuff and that <laughs> like and like the society shouldn't be like bad towards them and they'd be like oh okay but um but yeah i mean my mom um hold on oh there we go. I went for a run before this, and yeah. so like I, I was in the desert all weekend in Vegas. So like my throat's real dry. So oh, sorry. I like had a I had the swallow. Do you ever have a swallow where it like won't go? Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, oh. yes. No. Yeah, where I'm like, uh, uh, so I like almost choked on my own throat. <laughs> Feel free to have I, your water. Yeah, I had a wake apnea. <laughs> <laughs> a wake apnea. I had a wake apnea, but. Um, but no, my mom would always tell me, she'd be like, it's okay to cry, Peter, you know, like, it's, it's all right, you know, my mom would, you know, when, when I had my, like, first big girlfriend in high school, she'd be like, do you two need condoms, and, you know, like, oh. do you talk to her about, like, about sex, I'd be like, we're not gonna have sex, mom, she'd be like, but you should see how she feels about it, and, Aww. you know, she always encouraged me to, like, talk about my feelings, and, yeah. You know, and all that kind of stuff. And my dad also, you know, like, my dad's a sensitive man. He's, an, you know, he was an interior decorator forever. Yeah. Um, you know, like he's he it talks about his joke. feelings all the time. And, yeah. yeah. And so and my brother and I like always talked about our feelings with each other and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I kind of have always been like this, but yeah. like nature and nurture. Yeah. 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 Like it was, are, but, yeah. Very yeah. much promoted in your family all around. It was very promoted. But I mean, I think recently, you know, you know, getting a really good therapist has helped me out a lot and mm. really because. I was sort of walking around in a bubble for a long time, you know, where, where I was like, I'm happy guy. And, and this is why I self identify as happy, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and then I realized I'm like, Oh God, I have, I have stuff. I, you know, yeah, like I have feelings and, and I always knew that like, I was feeling like happy or sad or maybe like a little bit angry, but like I would always present as happy. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that, that was really stressful to me. And now I feel a bit more comfortable being grouchy if I want to, or, right. you know, yeah. or like just being like, like I, when I went through my divorce, I would show up at the table at the stand and be like, they, people would be like, how are you doing? I'm like, I might cry on stage tonight. I don't know. <laughs> like, like that might happen. And uh -huh. you know, like Ari Shafir would fuck with me every single night and like, he would like roast my divorce and I loved it. <laughs> And like <laughs> comics are the best people to be around when you're sad because like right. they'll just take whatever you're sad about and like like roast it and mm -hmm. and right. it, yeah but so I don't know I mean but I think that like everybody has the capability like all the guys out there if you're listening and you're you feel a little bit stuck you know like you can get in touch with it it's actually pretty easy yeah you know yeah. Um, and and when you cry like you feel so happy afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's so true. Yeah, like you get that like rush of endorphins after crying. It's it's yeah. like nature's antidepressant. Yeah. So was there like a certain moment when you where you knew like wow I have a lot of like pent up anger or rage like I'm just for anybody listening that might be able to kind of pay attention to that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I was in I was in this relationship in like uh, it was like a real tricky you know tricky situation where. She was, she wasn't easy, you, you know, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to call her anything, you know, um, but like things were tough a lot. And, um, 
she was hanging out with this guy that was like really hunky a lot and like hanging out till like four in the morning and like getting blackout drunk with him and like coming to my place and like showering right away and like all this like weird mm -hmm. stuff and like yeah, it was it felt really triggering to me you know and and i was like so her and i had a we had a therapy session because we went to therapy and we had a therapy session where i got like really angry about it yeah. and you know and the therapist was like you know basically agreeing with her you know he was like really? yeah you need to stop being so insecure about this and i was like fuck you like yeah i right. was like I was like, this, this is like you're setting, you're like setting someone on fire and being like, you know what you need to do? Just don't see the fire. Like, yeah. don't oh, like, like it was, it was so, yeah. it was so awful. And, and like, and like, I, I felt like at that point I got like in touch with like the peak of my rage, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, it was in a safe space, you know? And like, I was yelling and, um, and I got done with that and I was like, and I, I ended up like calling up the therapist afterwards. I was like, number one, this relationship needs to be over because like I can't be in something that it's making me feel that way. And he's like, well, that's step number one. He's like, you didn't think high enough of yourself to be with somebody that doesn't treat you that way. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's where I needed you to get to. But he's like, number two, he's like, he's like, this anger has nothing to do with her. It comes from childhood stuff. He's like, you have a cauldron of of lava that you need to like boil you need to boil all of that off you know in these sessions where you're punching stuff and crying and you know all that stuff and he goes and and he goes number one if if you were ever in that situation again you wouldn't be that mad because you you'll have boiled it all off or most of it off but he's like number one you will just love yourself enough to not be with somebody that treats you that way mm -hmm. you yeah know? so because a lot of times we we kind of like replicate our childhood and you know and we get into these bad relationships and we're just in this cycle where yeah. we're like, well, this is what happens to me. But it's like, no, you did that to yourself. And right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but that was that was the moment where I was like, oh, I need like I need help. I've never gotten that angry in my life, I don't mm, think. Wow. And I was, but it was just it just seemed so. And, and since then, I've talked because that's my therapist now. And since then, I've, I've talked to him. I'm like, I'm like, were you just like trying to push my buttons by disagreeing with me and agreeing with her. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, that was totally Whoa. fucked up. He's like, the, he's like, you were in a fucked up situation, but he's like, I needed you to get to that place. So Whoa. That, like, what? Like, so That's that, crazy yeah. to me. He's, I would be, I'd be pissed about sucks. that. Yeah. But like That's a great yeah. therapist. Yeah. So they, wow, doing it on purpose. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, he was kind of antagonizing me, like in that safe space, to like get me to the point to re like just to realize, like, oh my god, this isn't me. Yeah. Like, because that wasn't me. Like, I'm not, I'm not somebody that, like, I'm not George Costanza. I don't like just blow up, <laughs> you know, like like crazy. Right. And, and and you know and. But also, like living in New York, you you run into so many people that are like do have explosive personalities, and they do explode and get really mad. And oh God, I was yeah. always like, "Am I not like? Do I not have a full range of emotions? Like, am I not a dynamic person?" Mm. I would take acting classes, and the teacher, who was probably bipolar, was like, "You need to have a full range of emotions." You know? <laughs> and and like, but. I, f I actually found the answer to that. Like, like, yeah. If you're in an acting scene, you need to be able to access that level. If if it if it calls for that, but in normal everyday life, you should actually be pretty zen. You know, like you should work on your shit so that you're not triggered. So that like somebody can cut you off in traffic or and you know be like fuck you and you're like ah oh, he's mad at his dad. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like that has nothing to do right. with me. Like, yeah. You know, right. It's um because I mean it all boils down to like. 
um, it all boils down to like child and adult stuff, you know, like, like we, I'm, I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah. like the guy that cuts you off in traffic, I, I, I remember, um, I was actually, I think it was a Spokane <sighs> and this dude, he like cut me off and then like he pulled up next to me at the light and he like flipped me off and he was like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and so I just, it's a very poor representation of my No, no, no. <laughs> Spokane is amazing. And this guy, but, but anyway, this guy is like irate at me. And like, cause my therapist is always like, he's like, you need to live in your adult self, not in your child self. Cause we all have a child self in us that like, it's our ego. It's our, it's really fragile. It, you know, if somebody's bickering with you, it wants to bicker back and win. Yeah. And like, and he's like, if you're in your adult self, you're going to look at that and laugh. Cause like you're, that person's a child. Yeah. Like that person who's like freaking out, like that's a little child. And, and he's like, would you ever, if a little child came up to you and was freaking out, he's like, you would laugh your ass off and be like, I don't care what a child thinks. Yeah. Right. Like, I do not care. Adult me doesn't care what, what that kid has to say about Such me. Such a great perspective. And so, so it's like you have to live within your adult self and like recognize when people are being adult and being childish. Yeah. And then sometimes when your girlfriend is being super adult, um, <laughs> <laughs> you can Ultra also hate adult. that too. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Pete, oh, we could have talked to you for like 17 hours. Yeah. Oh you my God. So yeah. much great stuff for this podcast. Thank um, you. Will you plug all your social media and where people can find you? Yeah, uh, my Snapchat, which I don't really use, is. Uh, you use Snapchat? Snapchat. Yeah. I was like, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Yes, uh, Snap. If you snap, um, I'm on email. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that app, uh, Pete at Peatley.net. Um, I'm on Twitter, Peatley tweets. I always say it sounds like a moped horn. It's like Peatley tweets, and then I'm on Instagram, I'm Peatley, Peatley, Peatley. It's my name three times. So. Okay. And then go to YouTube and watch my Tonight Show clip. Oh my God, you like they're so good. You will love it. It will make your day better to watch. He has three, correct? Three, yeah, Yeah. three, and I'm getting ready for another one. Amazing, that's so amazing. Very cool. Weird. (laughs) It's really weird. It's like a masterclass in likability. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, yeah. It's you can't not like him. Like truly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. You can't not like me. <laughs> That'll be my podcast. You can't not yeah. like me. <laughs> All right. Um, subscribe to Self Helpless on iTunes and give us a five star rating and review. And um, please join our Patreon. Um, we're adding new reward tiers. They should be up very very shortly, especially by the time this comes out. Um, so go check it out if you want to get some bonus episodes and some really cool uh, like swag. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. It's going to be fun. That's all? All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 Why won't it let me be?